Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Lithium stock just took another blow. Tariffs, recession concerns, delays in battery production, battery development technology. And we see really significant declines. Livent down, what, 60%, SQM 40%, uh, Albert Marley that we discussed, so even 50 and more percent over the last year, year and a half. Those are very significant declines and declines one wishes to look into to see whether there is this discrepancy between fundamentals and let's say market sentiment. The more I look into the lithium sector, the more I understand it, I see it will be a lot about timing because as we have seen, stocks are very volatile, which means ups and downs are something we have to take as a given. Thus, perfectly timing and staging or balancing an entry point will be crucial. The best thing we can do is just to follow John Templeton and as he did, buy at the point of maximum pessimism. So where will be the point of maximum pessimism when it comes to lithium stocks? It will be when there will be oversupply of lithium like it is expected in 2019, perhaps going into 2020. So, and then the, when there will be, will be car makers that are delaying production or things like that. So over the next year, two years, that's what we are going to watch. There will be an oversupply of lithium and consequently lower earnings, lower margins, pressure on lithium producers. But on the long term, the trend seems really, really strong. Really important car producers like Volkswagen are just getting into the lithium game, just getting into EVs and they plan to produce a lot of them over the next decade. So the trend really seems strong. Let's look at SQM, put it into the lithium perspective. I did the video on Albert Marle, see how it fits the investment, which one is better. And it always it is always good to research stocks in a sector because those give you a perspective on the whole sector. One by one, you put the pieces of the puzzle together and you get to a meaningful risk reward investing conclusion. So company overview, Sociedad Chimica y Minera de Chile is of course a Chilean company that produces not only lithium but also fertilizers, iodine, potassium and other industrial chemicals. 50% of the gross profits last year came from lithium, 22% from fertilizers, 16% from iodine and the rest from potassium and other. However, all those products are volatile in price and consequently SQM's major profit contributors also vary. SQM lived through a fertilizer boom from 2008 to 2013 where fertilizers were the biggest contributor to gross profit. Then iodine was booming around 2012 and then 2016 lithium boomed while fertilizers and iodine really really declined as profit contributors. So very important to look at all sectors here for SQM to try to understand what is the picture. So let's start with the lithium business. The story is the standard one, expected huge growth over the next 
decade uh, conversion from carbonate to hydroxide as the batteries are getting complex and solid state I'm not going into technology here but that's the expectation for from most lithium producers but there is something very very important with SQM it has leases on the Salar de Atacama mine which expire in 2030. So Corfo, the Chilean agency, has had a lot of disagreements with SQM. They wanted to revoke the license a few years ago, but then when the previous owner renounced the ownership, they decided to just put higher taxes on it. So if we look at the table here, as lithium prices go up, the new agreement is that SQM has to pay even 40% in fees of royalties or taxes, how you want to call it. And that's a big, big blow to the company because, yes, you are exposed to lithium prices, but if those go up, you pay more and more in taxes. And this is a big, big issue for SQM. Further, after 2030, we don't know whether the government will renew the lease at current terms or, as they have changed it recently, or they will want 50% of the profits in a joint venture type agreement. So it's a risky, risky situation, depending on the politics in Chile, and that's always a risk. However, SQM is not only Chile, they are investing in Australia, so they will be on the lowest cost side of the hard rock lithium producers from Spodumene, so that's a good one. They expect to triple production uh, over the long term, over up to 2025 of lithium. So that is a good sign, but we have to keep in mind the taxes and the possible losses of the leases in 2030. When we look at fertilizer business, it's an always volatile business and it is a business with significant, let's say, oversupply over the last years due to the high investments and lower interest rates over the last years. I've looked a lot over the last years in fertilizers and, of course, not good for SQM because potassium nitrate prices have been going down. Add the yuan depreciation on this chart and you see how the picture is even worse. Potassium, normal potassium and potash prices have rebounded a bit they are for the specialty nutritions that SQM make, they are important, so, but still much, much lower than historically. With fertilizers, it's very important to have specialized fertilizers uh, where you don't compete with just a commodity, but you try to add value. And SQM has specialty fertilizers that are used mostly with high-value-added products like fruit and vegetables. Of course, there is always competition. It depends on the price of the potassium potash uh, commodity so the margins will depend on the demand and supply there is a lot of supply there are a lot of projects demand is also growing so it will be also always a fine balance but I don't think we'll see again another 2014 very soon because that was a very special situation 2008-2013 with low investments and higher growing demand. So I expect for the future to be conservative, uh, conservative stable profit margin with fertilizers, nothing fancy. Then we also have iodine. SQM is simply the lowest cost producer. Uh, those are used in X-ray as X-ray contrast medias, pharmaceuticals, LCDs, and other, and it is 
an interesting play, but again produced from the same place for the leases, so it's again under risk over the long term. So over the long term very very risky. Now let's look at SQM's earnings models. The booms have passed for SQM, as I said first was the fertilizer boom, then the iodine, now we have the lithium boom and we have to see where will this finish and what will be the next boom? Will lithium continue to boom or not? Net income in the last quarter is already down 25% compared to the previous quarter, higher taxes, lower lithium costs. And okay, they are going to grow production three times of lithium, but that's just 50% of the current profits. Further, SQM has a 100% payout ratio for the dividend, good financials, good balance sheet, but 100% and the dividend yield is still just 5%. So even if they grow, they are capped by the higher taxes in Chile. Don't forget the 30% dividend tax from Chilean stocks. So that's something that I was reminded when I looked at a year ago when we analyzed Chile stocks and then we the conclusion there was that Stocks in Chile are the most expensive South American stocks, most expensive South American market and SQM falls perfectly into that description. If we look at Albert Marle that we made the video a week ago, it is much cheaper, much less fuss, much less fuss with the Chilean government and if lithium explodes it seems like a better bet than SQM because SQM is Chile and Chile has been always considered a stable country in South America, therefore it has higher valuations and valuation it was is what makes your return over the long term, therefore I will, okay, look at SQM, follow it a bit, but not cover it because Albert Marle and other lithium plays seem cheaper and better and give you higher upside for perhaps even lower risks. This is a very very big risk to put it into a picture perspective over the long term, taxes, issues, the implications of the Chilean government, so I don't like it that much, prefer something simpler with higher upside and lower downside. However, from an owner perspective, Chunky did pay 4.1 billion for a 22% stake in the company, valuing the business at more than 18 billion just uh, not even a year ago. So if you want to buy now with a 60% discount to what they paid, well, there is the stock market that gives you such a huge discount just over the last uh, eight, nine months from when an owner went in. I'll put the link to my Chile video in the description below. Feel free to watch it to see how it is much more expensive and then we'll stick to, we'll continue to follow the other lithium stocks, Albert Marle, Levent, an excellent spin-off situation, an interesting spin-off situation and spin-off dynamics there that might create interesting buying opportunities. But Given the crash, what's going on, lots of stocks, individual stocks really crashing, turquoise hill and so, so there are always opportunities, even if the market is at all-time highs. Tomorrow we'll discuss my prediction for the next 10 years, will there be a stock market crash given the Tuesdays and the last 5-7 days downturn in the stock market and on Friday, on Sunday we'll discuss how Buffett is prepared for what's going on. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.